You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who are the biggest waiver wire ads from this weekend? We'll break it down next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome in to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, May 16th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. The Reds, look, I don't want to kick them while they're down. They find a way to lose a game in which they threw a combined no-hitter. But <laughs> we've got to talk about Hunter Green because he was very good in this start. Of course, seven and a third, no-hit innings. He... Got charged with the run, five walks, nine strikeouts. He had 15 swinging strikes on 118 pitches. Scott, if Hunter Green was dropped in your league, he's 64% rostered, would you be looking to add him? Yeah, I think so. There's obviously a lot of upside there, and he's flashed it often enough that, that I, yeah, yeah, you have to roster him. You have to roster him. You have to see how the rest of the season plays out for him. But I, I don't know that my trust is reached a new level for him in, in terms of how motivated I am to put him in my lineup right away. He does appear to have recognized that his fastball for as hard as he throws it is not going to be a, a dominant pitch in the majors. He, he just, it, it's too hittable. It's too hittable. It's, it's hard, but it's straight and it's hittable. And so his last two starts, he's, he's leaned on the slider more. He's thrown it about, 50% of the time. He's actually actually threw it 55% of the time in this start. And he's shown he can have success with that approach. Is there enough going on there for him to sustain it for long stretches of time? I and mean, we've seen other pitchers try to go fastball slider like that. Um, and they've had some success, but it, it's usually short-lived. So, you know, and, and then you add the fact that Hunter Green had five walks in this start, and it, it still seems like he has some things to work on. But there is upside, and, and obviously he showed some of it in this start. Scott, how would you rank Hunter Green, Josh Winder, and Yusei Kikuchi? In terms of how much I want to roster them, I would go Winder, Green, Kikuchi. All right, let's take a look at some other starting pitchers that emerged this weekend. Michael Lorenzen, seven innings, one run, three strikeouts. Chase Silseth, who is a prospect for the Angels. He was very good on Friday, six shutout with four strikeouts, only one hit allowed. And Jake Junis has now allowed two earned runs or fewer in all four of his starts slash relief appearances. Scott, what do you think of these three? Lorenzen, Silseth, and Jake Junis. Well, very different. I, I think Silseth is the upside play. He's the first player up from the 2021 draft class, and he was off to a great start in the minors as well. Made the jump from double-A, actually. Uh, but his numbers there were great. His numbers at double-A, he had a 173 ERA, 0.85 whip, 12.8 K per nine. And uh, his splitter has really come along this year. It looks like it's going to be a great pitch for him. And it looks like he earned the right to to make another start for the Angels and and has a chance to stick in the rotation beyond that even. Junis is interesting because, well, he, he seems to realize, kind of like Hunter Green, that his slider is his best pitch and, and is throwing it a lot more. And the Giants have a reputation for, for taking pitchers who flash potential with other organizations and, and 
getting them to maximize it. And that may be what they're doing with Jake Junis as well. But we haven't seen him give us, you know, that six inning start that he hasn't, we haven't seen him pitch like a conventional starting pitcher. And so I don't know what his utility is in fantasy right now, but I, I do am interested in him from an upside perspective too. Lorenzen, I don't know that he has the same upside as this group, but he's the one who's probably most secure in his rotation spot right now and has, has looked decent enough. All right, let's talk about some waiver wire hitters, Scott. And these are all different names. They play different positions, and they offer you different skill sets. But uh, how would you rank these four, just in general, if you're looking for a hitter to add? Yuli Gurriel had eight hits this weekend, including two homers, one steal. Brendan Rodgers, big weekend as well, seven hits, one homer, five steals. Royce Lewis hit a grand slam on Friday, his first career homer. And Jorge Soler has four home runs over his last eight games. Scott, how do you rank those four? Guriel, Rogers, Lewis, Soler. I think the number one for points leagues is Guriel. That's always been his better format because he strikes out only 11% of the time. He's been doing that again this year. I think the number one for roto leagues or categories leagues is Jorge Soler because he has so much power upside. He's truly one of the elites in terms of how hard he impacts the ball and, and maybe, maybe about to go on a home run binge here. Brendan Rodgers is right behind them in both formats, I would say. And, uh, yeah, who, who was the other guy? He's bringing up the rear, whoever it is. <laughs> That's Royce Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like, with Carlos Correa coming back from the IL Monday, we'll see if Lewis sticks around. He's made a pretty good impression, but obviously the Twins will have to play him, be willing to play him somewhere other than shortstop. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying The Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for The Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.